This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show, show, show. And you don't stop. You don't stop. With guest host Andrew Siciliano, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Rich, you are the sexiest <laughs> oh, man of the year. Now, you don't have to be, don't twist your, you don't have to have your arm twisted. Rich Eisen. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, Ravens safety Geno Stone. Still to come, Texans running back Dario Gunwale, comedian Adam Ray, and now sitting in for Rich. It's Andrew Siciliano. Which would be me. Uh, how's everyone doing? Good? It's a, uh, a good Friday, a positive Friday here after uh, we had a game last night of all the games that were played this week. Last night was certainly one of them. It was the Bears. He can add a 16-13 win over the Carolina Panthers. And with that win, because Carolina now falls into the number one overall pick, potentially, if you want to look towards that, the Bears own that pick, and they have the fifth pick as well. And Frank Reich says today on the podium, maybe he will take back play calling duties. He didn't really say that, but he didn't shut the door on it. Anyway, I digress. There's a lot going on there. We'll get to all that stuff coming up in a little bit. And comedian Adam Ray in studio here coming up shortly. Chris Brockman. Hey. Hey, 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 Jason Fellett. Hey, 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 TJ, how are you? What do you do, baby? Okay. And a hello to this guy in Houston now. I think the voiceover might have messed up his last name. We'll say it the right way. He is he's the man of the hour, not named C.J. Stroud in Houston for the Texans. He is Texans running back Dare Ogunbowale, and he joins us live from the Texans building. Dare, what's going on, man? How's your week been? It's been a fun week, man. How you doing? Oh, we're doing well. You're smiling. It has been a fun week because in a week where there were so many cool moments, like Josh Dobbs, what a cool moment. You had one of those moments, Dare, where in the fourth quarter, you put your team ahead. Let me let me say this again. Running back Dare Ogunbowale put your team ahead with a 29-yard field goal. And it didn't just barely get over. Dare, you drilled it. How cool was that? It was cool, man. It was cool. It was the the stadium was loud. It was, I mean, it was it was a good time, man. It was a dope experience. Um, fun to see all the reactions from my teammates and coaches, man. But it was special. It was a dope moment. For you, sure. you also put a kickoff in the end zone. I, I know it was from the fifty, but who cares? It doesn't matter. You put a kickoff in the end zone. <laughs> the looks on the faces of your teammates and your coach, D'Amico Ryan's, on the sideline, um, dude, those were priceless. 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 Was, I mean, those, that was that made the moment the best right there, man. Just everybody coming off the sideline, screaming, celebrating, um, the shock, some guys being surprised. It, it was special, man. It was, it was fun. It was a fun game. Did you see Baker Mayfield's look? Have you seen that tape? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> he kind of just went like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And, and look, and to Baker's credit, he marched them down the field and threw the touchdown to Kate Otten, and then C.J. Stroud came back and marched you guys down the field, and you guys – Pulled it out. I know Kaimi Fairbairn's still banged up. Manny Mandola, who who has been there in the past, is now in the building. Are you lobbying to kick this week in Cincinnati? I'm not. I'm not. Why? I'm going to leave that to the pros, man. I'm an emergency, emergency <laughs> kicker. I'm not a backup kicker. I'm an emergency kicker. So in case of an emergency, I got you, but I'm, I'm going to leave that to the professionals, man. They're too good at their job. I mean, Evan McPherson's the kicker for the Bengals, right? He's got that swag. He came in as a rookie a couple of years ago. Do you not feel 
Dar, don't you feel that you could match him kick for kick? I, the swag part of it, I got it. But the talent, <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's a great kicker. I, I, like I said, I mean, those guys, they're the best at the world at what they do. Um, it was good to be able to fill in for my boys and help us win the game, but I'm, I'm going to stick to what I do best. Okay, joking aside, you obviously played soccer as a kid, right? That's where that came yeah. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you a good soccer so, player? I was, I was a good soccer player, man. I, I, I played up until I was a sophomore in high school. Um, but I was left midfielder. You know, I like to cut inside, you know, do what I had to do, go far post. But so, yeah, I was, I was a good soccer player back in the day. So. Has, it, has anyone given you grief that that was actually – your kick was 29 yards. It looked good, but it was shorter than what an extra point would be now? You're the first one to say that. You know, I mean, I knew it. I knew it, but you're the first one to actually say it out loud. So I appreciate that. The only reason to break it up is I want to know your range, Dare. You, so in college, in, in college, we had like a little kicking competition. I kicked a 45-yarder. I mean, granted, it wasn't in the game, but it, it was 45 yards, you know, from the 35. So I, I, I've nailed it. So um, I would probably say that that's that's the farthest I put on tape. So um, I don't know if it can go much farther than that, but – I would have been good from an extra point. I know I would have. Okay, man. I'm impressed. Um, I was also impressed by C.J. Stroud. And I think you guys, I mean, you guys have seen it every week. But what he did last week, like 470 and 5 TDs. And it's not just the stats. It's sorry, what we were talking about before. You guys got the ball back. I mean, Baker and the Bucks thought they, they won the game. And then he calmly... Marched you guys down the field. Like you got the, the the cover two hole shot to the sideline where Tank gets his feet down. The touchdown. He just calmly looks off the safety and and fires it into the end zone. I mean, he's doing like fifteen year veteran stuff. It's special. It's special, man. And uh, we we get to get front row seat of every week, man. Just because the way he comes in and prepares, you know, his uh, his like you said, his poise. I mean, it's, you see a lot of quarterbacks come in with talent um, and all that stuff, but the poise, you know, he had going down the field, the command he has in the huddle, um, the confidence he has in himself and in the offense and the play call. I mean, it's contagious. It's special. And um, it's been fun to watch him grow. Um, and obviously him being the quarterback and being able to be our leader, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege to be able to play with him, man. It's fun. Tell me how it's contagious. Just everybody's feeling the confidence, man. He comes into the huddle, he'll bark, up, bark out the play call and, Guys running to the to the line, you know, getting set because just the way he kind of exudes that confidence, man, it's um everybody's feeling it. Everybody's feeling it. And um, like you said, when you have a rookie just playing that calm and poised, I mean, you have no choice but to be calm and poised while you're out there just because your leader's like that. So that's exactly what you need on an offense. And this isn't a shot. You guys have had all kinds of injuries, both in the backfield and, and on the O-line as well. But statistically, Dari, I'm sure you guys are probably sick of hearing this. You guys aren't really running the ball. Right, so he's doing this when everyone knows he's gonna throw. Right, right. Yeah, we played against some good run defenses, and they've they've been able to shut us down, honestly, in the run game. And um, like you said, CJ's just been able to go out there and still take advantage of what they're giving him and um, finding those ops. And man, it's it's been fun to watch for sure. It's been fun right. to watch. Let's talk about this week. This is kind of, and you guys have had a few of these, but you know, people are kind of realizing you guys are in this conversation now for a wild card. I'll say it. You don't have to. How big would this one be if you can go into Cincinnati and pull it off? It'd be big. It'd be big. You know, um, we, we got the confidence. We know that we take care of our business. You know, good things happen. That's how it's been in the past. You know, we just got to go out and execute. But like you said, it's a big game for us. You know, and we, uh, to be able to go two in a row, um, get, a, get, on a, get a little roll going, 
Um, obviously against a great opponent like the Bengals, you know, the the past couple of years they've had. And so, um, yeah, it's a good test for us, and uh, we're excited for the challenge. I assume you went home Sunday night and uh, celebrated, obviously, but probably turned that Bills-Bengals game on. What would you see? Some good football, man, some good football. Good defense, like I said, um, they they uh, they – they're, they're a tough defense. You know, they don't really have many holes. You know, they, they play really sound defense. And um, so it's going to be fun to try to try to execute against a tough defense like that. So um, I'm excited for it. All right. One more thing. Let's talk about you one more time. Um, for those who don't know, your sister's pretty mm-hmm. darn good, too. She won a couple of national championships. You're smiling. You should be. I know you're proud. Won a couple of na- I'm sorry, won a national championship with a couple of shots, both in the semifinal and then the buzzer beater, obviously, in the championship game for Notre Dame. Enrique plays for the WNBA Dallas Wings. She is a baller. Who's baller. the better athlete? She's got it. 100%. She's the better athlete. I mean, we both work hard, but when we just talking about just being a better athlete, being better than your peers, I mean, it's Enrique by a long shot, too. She's just special, man. And uh, being able to be her big brother is a blessing. You know, every time I get a chance to talk about her, I just get so proud because she's the best at what she does. You know, she's the best at what she does. Just a perennial all-star Led the league in scoring, like you said, Natty Champ. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun to be a, be her big brother. But yeah, she's she, I'll give it to her. I'll give it to her. Can you hoop? I, I hooped. I hooped past tense, but uh, okay. I, I can still I can still do the song. But um, back in the day, can she kick? Because I know she played soccer too. Like, could <laughs> she have made a twenty nine yard field goal? Uh, I don't know about in that in the moment, but she she definitely if you tee it up, she if you give her a couple chances, she'll knock one through. But um, coming off cold like that, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I have to ask her, actually. I don't know if she could knock that down like I do. I think that's a show. TJ, that's a show, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't it be? One-on-one. Who's winning? You or your sister, though? Lately, the only time we play one-on-one is a little three-dribble thing. So I'm, I'm, that's the answer I'm going to go with. She, she'll get me. she gets me. If we, if we play more dribbles, you know, I don't know. But, uh, three dribble, three dribble, I'll say I've been on the loser streak. Like I said, that's, that, that, that's a show. Hey, uh, Dari, we had Geno Stone on. Last thing for you, I promise. We had Geno Stone, the safety of the, of the Ravens on, who leads the league yeah, in picks yeah. with six before. He went to Iowa. You're a Big Ten guy. You went to Wisconsin. You mentioned kicking in college there. You won that thing at practice. Um, you know what's going on to the Big Ten right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody wants to be in the Big Ten. It's well, y- yes, everyone wants to be in the Big Ten, but that's not what I meant. I met with Michigan oh. here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what do you think of the Michigan thing? It's weird. It's weird, man. Every time you hear a new story or read a new article, it just gets weirder and weirder. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I lost to Michigan when I was playing, so – I just I scored against Michigan though, so so they didn't have that signal. They didn't have that <laughs> signal. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a weird story though. It's a weird story. <laughs> um, like, have you questioned Nico Collins? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I guess I, I could go. Yeah, I could ask him and get back to you on what he says. But yeah, I, I haven't really paid too much attention to it. Obviously, it's just more of a outside outside looking in kind of funny story to read but um it's it's, it's weird though man this is definitely a something that i haven't really heard in college football but um i'm sure it'll get resolved soon and um we'll be able to laugh about it or be past it i don't know but it's it's definitely a weird story man go ask nico yeah <laughs> see if, i got you see, see if knows. see if he's got connor stallion's name in his phone <laughs> <laughs> see if they're instagram friends yeah <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm not uh, suggesting Nico did anything wrong. You know what I'm saying. Just, uh, 
just just curious, you know. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to be an investigative show as well. Absolutely, <laughs> Dario Gunbawale, who had a fantastic Sunday in the Texans, try to continue. Uh, what they got going on the road this week in Cincinnati. Dari, thanks for being a good sport, man. Continued success. Absolutely. Appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you, sir. Dari Ogumbawale from the Houston Texans. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, everybody's got a story, right? Everyone's got, got a story about some underhanded thing that may or may not have happened while getting ready for a game everyone's got one and everyone has somebody on their team by the way or on their staff that's really good at decoding signals it's nothing there's there's nothing wrong with trying to figure out what the other team is doing matter of fact that that's most of game prep is trying (laughs) to figure out what the other team is doing tendencies it's it's about sending people well, buying tickets on, I'm trying to figure out what Andrew's doing <laughs> and this and segment. and doing this just, right I thought there was another spider and then How's taking it, it in right well done call yeah. back and then taking it in see I only have an app an, a, a iPhone 11 I can only go 6x on you but it looks pretty good yeah you only have 11 well step don't zoom in please nah, stop step your game up I'm you poor um, I, ch- I have a child. <laughs> See, but that's the other thing. When Rich was saying, hey, like he was joking, I can't even frame my shot. And look, I was on the road in uh, Cleveland, and I was on one of our uh, NFL Network shows, NFL Game Day Preview, which you could watch with me, yours truly, on the NFL Channel Noon Eastern coming up this week on Sunday. Um, and I was trying to frame my shot. I had the same problem Rich had, but I felt like saying to him, well, any teenager could frame the shot better than you or I could because that's what they're good at. They grew up with these things. These things. I'm like a grumpy old man now. I think I'm pretty good on the iPhone. I even know how to use CapCut now. I'm pretty good at it. Whoa, what's that? See? Showing his age over there. I'm pretty good at it. Our social team here at the Rich Eisen Show is going, Oh, really? Great. Then why do you keep asking us for clips? You edit them next time. <laughs> <laughs> but any 20 something which connor stallions is and i and it's if he's employing 20 somethings they're really good with these things and they really help and you could film things i don't know what the deal is i i just don't know what the deal is but this idea that there is no there's there's no evidence well we don't know what the big 10 has guys we just don't know and the reason we're talking more about this right now is because, hey, you've been looking at the Twitter while I was talking to, to Dari. Anything? Yeah, they're showing uh, Jim Harbaugh getting on the bus. Okay. That's kind of the big clip that's going around right okay. now. Okay. So here's the situation right now Michigan is boarding the plane, right? Or they're going to the airport to board the plane. Yep. And they're going to get on the plane and they're going to fly an hour and a half, roughly. Not far. Into State College, Happy Valley. And they are going to play a football game tomorrow against James Franklin and the Penn State Nittany Lions. It is, without a doubt, the biggest test to date for a Michigan team that, for the most part, has not had a very difficult schedule, and that is putting it nicely. It's a big deal. Penn State, ranked team with only one loss. That one loss to Ohio State. Yeah, three versus ten in the playoff standings. It's a big deal. And everyone thinks that today is the day that the Big Ten will hand down discipline to Michigan. I'm with Rich. 
I don't think it's fair to suspend a coach at 35,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems silly. A day before the game. Yeah, a little much. I don't think it's fair when he lands to be told, hey, go home. Turn around. Go home. Yeah, turn around and go back. You got to go home, yeah. but you got to. You can stay, <laughs> but you can't coach. Got to get the heck out of Happy Valley. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> now, I also don't think, let, 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 let's just play this game. Michigan's guilty. Play with, play along. But they're not guilty this week, okay? Like the idiocy to still be doing if it actually happened, whatever it was they were allegedly doing this weekend, I don't think they're that bold. So if you know you're going to discipline them, I don't care if you do it today or on Monday. I think it's unfair if you do it today. You can wait till Monday because I think it's a safe assumption, and maybe I'm wrong, that whatever it was they were doing then, they're not going to do this weekend. Is that cool? Anybody? Seems like you're skeptical. You can go home now. <laughs> but I don't buy this idea that you can't punish them because there needs to be a what? A six-year investigation? The NCAA does, thing at a, does things at a glacial pace. Yeah. Glacial. Because they'd rather let everyone else take care of it. Right. And because so many of their decisions don't make sense because it seems like they make them up as they go and they're challenged in court. I'll say this, if, if John Harbaugh is suspended today, like there is going to be a legal challenge by Michigan and they will probably find a judge to let him coach tomorrow. Jim Harbaugh. Did I say John? Yeah. I meant Jim. The, I have the, no evidence that John Harbaugh is a cheater. The Ravens might sue. I well. do not think he's a cheater <laughs> in any way, shape or form. If they beat the Browns tomorrow, it will not be by cheating, okay? Tomorrow, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Rosemont Horizon. Do you guys know Game Time? I love Game Time. Okay. Game Time? Cool. Game Time. Beautiful. You should get it because you want to go to games this weekend. You do. Or concerts or to the theater. Wherever you want to go, Game Time is the place to get you in the door. Because we've all had frustrating ticket buying experiences. All of us. Many of them. Lots of them. Game Time. You're not going to be frustrated. You're going to get it done fast. You're going to find that last second ticket. It is the place for you. Download the app right now. Game time. Go check out what's in your area, the event you want to go to. And when you download it and after you open your account, we have a promo code. The promo code is rich. R-I-C-H. It's worth 20 bucks. Pump in the promo code rich. R-I-C-H and get $20 off your first purchase. Obviously, restrictions apply. Go to GameTime.co for the terms, create an account, and put in Rich, the GameTime app, in your app store down the street. Go find it. Cool? Got it. Coming up, that guy, Adam Ray, in studio. Straight ahead. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number, sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I got to bring this up since we haven't spoken. Uh, the cart, you know, the cart, what I'm talking about, the cart, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. My cart. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? Did you go up to the cart and ask for a ride to, to take no, care of your business? Uh, or like, what happened? What happened? I would never that? ask for a ride to the locker room. But, okay. Well, no. What happened? People, people never ask for money, too. But when, when you present it to me, I'm not going to say no to it. So I came off the field. Yeah. Um, I had come off the, the field uh, like two plays, three plays before that. Yes. And I told my coach, like, hey, I got to take a number two. Like, it's not looking good. And then we got a first down and got close to the red zone. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll hold it. So yes. we end up scoring. And I come back to the sideline. Yes. And the trainer and the head trainer and the head equipment guy was like, hey, there's a cart down there ready to take you into the locker room to go to the bathroom. Because... We're playing in Detroit, and it is a hike from the locker room to the field. And plus, we're on the other side. So I was like, you know what? You can't miss the opportunity like this. So, you know, up the tunnel I went, and the rest is history. <laughs> I love, just, just know I left my mark in Detroit. <laughs> DK, you gave a scare to everybody who loves you and roots for you. I mean, you know, seeing you carded, we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then what a relief, you know, right. to, to use another analogy uh, as well. I mean, did you have people after the game saying, what the hell did you do that for? Just walk Everybody after the game was like, bro, don't scare us like that. I'm like, <laughs> I was not, I wasn't worried, so y'all shouldn't be worried. But I, I watched the video and I wasn't smiling on the way to the locker room so that's probably why everybody was was a little worried yeah i mean we 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 saw the tweet you're like that that clinch walk wouldn't have made it that's what nah. you that's what you tweeted <laughs> and we were wearing white that game but it definitely would have <laughs> <laughs> It's a Friday ahead of week 10 after uh, the Bears dressed up head to foot in orange yesterday and they went and they beat the Carolina Panthers 16-13 and with that got the number one overall pick in their hands at least for now. Um, I'm Andrew by the way Rich is back. Hold on Rich is back Tuesday right? Back Tuesday. Tuesday 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 and back at his Rich Eisen show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. You ever have those moments where somebody says, hey, it's great to see you, 
And then you go, I think he meant great to meet you. And then you, you, you have that like awkward moment. And you're like, crap, I met this person. And then you realize you had, and then you have egg on your face because, hey, you're the jackass. How did you not remember that? I just had that moment with our next guest, Adam Ray, in studio. Because well, Adam walks in and goes, dude, it's great to see you. And yeah. I'm like, and you saw the look in my and face. it was genuine, and I meant it. And I, I don't think you get that a lot. I think people just brush right by a lot. But I walked in with a lot of, like, dude, Andrew, Drew. I even thought about going with Drew or my, Andy. My folks call me Drew. Yeah, Andy. yeah, not Andy, please, but okay. Drew would be great. Andy, I probably deserve Andy after treating you that way. That takes you back to your Toy Story days, yeah? Yes. Don't now, need that. Yeah. Andy, did you get... Like reprimanded as Andy? Oh my no, my mother yeah, my mother reprimanded others if she ever heard them call me Andy. No it way. Was, that's a no fly zone. No way. Never been an Andy. Matter of uh, fact, I, like if you were to yell in my face, Andy, sure, I wouldn't even know that you're talking to me. I would like it might as well be Frank. You're yelling. So your mom, if it's okay, so if someone yells at you, Andy, then your mom just shows up uh, unannounced to <laughs> to this day. To yes, just kind with of a frying pan. Put people in chokeholds. Yes. Yeah. The frying pan, that was your weapon of choice? <laughs> wow, I didn't know you guys did as a kid, but no, let's get into not, it. Not like um, that, no. My but, mom was more of, um, yeah, she named me Adam because she didn't want me to have a nickname. And uh, first of all, they couldn't see my wiener on the sonogram, so they were uh, going to call me Rachel, which would have been terrible, because then I'm living in those shadows. Everyone's like, hey, Rachel, so can you make bolognese in under eight minutes? And I'm like, oh, because of the show. Cool, I get it. But uh, And then I don't know actually when they said that it showed up on the sonogram. I, you still can't really see it, but it's, it's, it's fine. It's not. It's a, it's have, have you kept the film? Uh, the film of? The, the, the sonogram. Oh, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big sonogram guy, and that's the third time I've said that today. But I, I, a friend of mine's wife actually just gave me a hard time for not commenting on her sonogram on Facebook, and she was like, "I can't believe like I've it's my first time. Like, what do you?" And I was like, "What do you want me to put?" And what what to is me, one supposed to say? That to me seems so early. I'm like, "What do you want me to put?" Like, I hope it doesn't look like that on the way out. Like, like that's you know, like or you know, and uh, he's got beautiful eyes. She's like, "Those are balls." I'm like, "Well, I can't tell." So this is why I didn't want to comment. You're setting me up for failure. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about you. Andrew, it's good to see you. What Andrew see you. forgot to mention is that last time, I'm here now, Sandsdorf. Brad Williams, <laughs> friend, of, friend of the show, one of my best buds, great comedian. Look him up or check under Brad's your... Brad's awesome. Great check guy. under your friend coffee of the program. table. Absolutely. Right now. Uh, we met through Brad. Yeah. How did you meet Brad? I met Brad years ago at K-Rock. Oh, great. Okay. So I used to do Kevin and Bean, yes. morning show, oh, KROQ, oh, formerly... Um, used to be the morning show for 20 years. They yes. were amazing on KROQ. And I would do Mondays with them wrapping up the NFL. Cool. And I met Brad, I think, at one of the K-Rock Acoustic Christmases yeah, yeah. or Weenie Roast did or something the, like um, that. April Foolishness? Uh, April shows? Foolishness. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that was it. Probably the comedy show they yeah, do, yeah, yeah. April Foolishness. And there is a video somewhere. We talked about this when we did your pod. Yeah. Or maybe it's only stills of Brad beating me at ping pong. Oh geez. Oh, yeah. How tall is Brad? Four foot four. And I'm not. I'm I'm five seven, I swear. <laughs> yeah. With shoes on. And um Brad beat me at ping pong. Yeah. <clears throat> Brad beats you at anything, uh it's it's I don't want to say demoralizing. He lost a limbo competition in Mexico. We went on a, a bro trip to Mexico before we uh both uh, uh got married and he Lost a limbo competition to, I think, a woman that was, 
I mean, it wasn't even like attractive how flexible she was. You know, she was like bending in ways. And everybody, though, was kind of losing their mind because they were like, the dwarf lost the limp. Like, all he had to do was, was squat a little and walk under the pole. And he still lost because she she somehow, you know, folded herself into a panini and uh, and went. Can you still say that? And she um, and she went under the pole. When I was uh, on the bar mitzvah circuit. Anyway, we'll edit that story out. Go ahead. When I was 13. <laughs> yeah. Although there's a limbo thing to this. We've both been bar mitzvah. Yes, we've both been bar mitzvah. When I was on the limbo circuit um, at 12 and 13 in Northern Virginia, and oh, what a circuit it was, um, I was undefeated at limbo. You were. I never lost. Yeah. I was. This was 1987, roughly 5'2 with a mullet. Maybe. Maybe 4'11. <laughs> you had a mullet. In 87. Let's go. Yeah. Name ended in a vowel. And um, and and I was Jewish, and I won. I won for you every single week. Good for you. I don't know that I could do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Limbo's not really. I don't think it's even an ESPN eleven type sport. Like you'll see cornhole <laughs> and bowling. By the way, if you get a chance to watch the bowling on ESPN, I think it's two or three. I think they throw bowling on two or three. It's intense, and not so much the the bowlers. They're dialed in. It, it feels like uh, you know it's muscle memory. It's second nature to them. But some of the guys get real fired up when they like when they get three in a row. Uh, it's there's there's a lot of the tiger like that. And and some of the mustaches. I mean, they all look like they're about to get a DUI. Let's just start with that. <laughs> anyone who bowls professionally looks like they've, you know, anyone who's just like, I can't wait to get my fingers in that. They, like, it's just I don't know, a little slippery to me. But um, th- that being said, uh, a great sport. Limbo, I don't think, though, has ever reached the the popularity of, uh, of such Man, people watch pickleball. They do. Pickleball is fun. I played pickleball in Seattle. Uh, was just up there uh, to see my uh, Seahawks, which I thought they were going to turn a corner in beating the Browns. It was a great win. I was there. Felt the energy. Bill Nye, the science guy, raised the 12th man flag. Hey. Which I feel like i got to be pretty close if we're getting Bill Nye to raise the flag. <laughs> and that's no knock on Bill Nye. Bill Nye is the science guy. But I was like, oh, I bet it'll be Marshawn today. Or it's like because we were doing the throwbacks Right, we released the throwback and jerseys. And those were amazing. Oh, I they should be every Sunday. They're incredible. Um, but uh, but you know, and Bill's a Seattle guy. I I mean, would have thought you know even Largent would have been a cool choice. But um, uh, anyway, we uh, we took care of business. And then last week, uh, I don't know if you saw, but it I was, did. Yeah, yeah, it was it was over early. It was over early. And look, any given Sunday, we got a new week. But um, man. I guess you know who you are when you play teams like that, right? When you play the Ravens like yeah. that. So so Adam Ray's here, by the way. And I'm a Browns fan, by the oh, way. Oh wow. So I, I I that one was was tough for me because the Browns should have won that game in Seattle. Yeah. Um what do you think of of the blatant hold DK Metcalf on the game winning touchdown by JSN? <laughs> oh. Where where he's literally lifting Martin Emerson's jersey off his shoulder pads. Is that your they should have given it to Marson on the one uh no, I mean, no. it's a mid-season game yeah. that may or may not factor at the end of gotcha. the year. But but he's literally ripping his jersey off. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a hold from my vantage point. But also, uh, I don't know. It goes both <laughs> ways. Uh, yeah, of I mean, course yeah. it does. It could have. Of course it does. I feel like people are holding every play they all the time. Are. There's no way you can. There, the speeds and the strength that these guys are working with, there's no way anyone is taught you know, I'm trying to harken back to my offensive line uh, days of, of getting under and then... And keep your hands inside, you're going to get yeah, away with it. Right, totally. hands inside. You're hands fine. inside, and, and you're not supposed to hold on a little bit. But it's like human nature, too, when you're supposed to 
be taught to try to drive and control a 320-pound whatever man that if he starts to pull away, you're going to, no, wait, where are you going? And, let, you know, and add on top of that, what if you have abandonment issues? Then you're just like, no, you know, you're holding on for your life. My dad left when I was nine. I mean, so I, if I was still playing football, I didn't because I quit uh, to play Danny Zuko in Greece my sophomore year of high school and, um, and try to make a joke about it, too. I went up to my coach, and I was like, coach, I can't play this year i gotta i can't memorize the playbook i gotta memorize the the lyrics to grease lightning and he was just like you know in so many words get out of my office <laughs> and then he brought uh and then he brought his kids to the sunday matinee and he saw me wear all this makeup and a leather jacket and he was just like well you didn't suck and i was like i thank you yeah. yeah but um shout out to greg tacone <laughs> coach tacone <laughs> Uh, threw a water bottle at a kid's head, uh, but he, uh, look, nobody's perfect, but, um, yeah, I think we're, um, I think it was a, it was a, it could have gone either way, but I think DK, thank God it didn't, uh, go against him because I don't think he can handle any more. Like what is DK uh, uh, doing? Another fine and, and another, yeah. What, what, what are you, how do you not feel that he would have been fine for that? But. I don't think so. How do you feel about DK? Just, um, you know, kind of having a, I am who I am type attitude. I, I play how I play. If you're going to get upset that I, you know, get a little too emotional. I, I like DK. Me I too. I think Pete, I love him. Pete and I would say the same thing probably. And I'm not putting words in Pete's mouth. I think he's pretty much they already said this. Pete's mouth though. You, I've seen um, it. Um, I, I read your blogs. Yeah, you, you cannot get cheap shot penalties like that week in, week out. Yeah. Because A, you're going to get fined. B, you're going to hurt the team. Yeah. Did you tell that to Pete? You could have. Hold on. You guys, you were you and Bert, oh, right? Okay. So we're Bert. at I was practice. Bert, oh yeah, Bert Kreischer, uh, the machine, uh, a true human legend and rock star, asked me to come up and, and do the Climate Pledge Arena That's with awesome. him in Seattle. And then the day before, he's like, "We're gonna go to Seahawks practice," and I was like, "Get out of here, dude!" And I didn't know what was what that really um, you know contained, but we caught kickoffs. Um, DJ Dallas was out there letting us catch some balls, and then uh, Pete came and talked to us for about twenty minutes. They had DK and Gino and and. Uh, Gino walked through the hallways at one point. And he was like, "Don't I know you?" And I was like, "I think I saw some YouTube videos." I was like, "Yeah, man." And then, well, and then he was super great. And then um, Steve Rabel, who's the Seahawks, um, uh, play voice, play. voice of the Seahawks, uh, is a buddy of mine. And and it was cool because I had met Pete and I tried to, in so many ways, let him know I was at SC while he was there. You know, I was at SC 01 to 05 during the the 30 for 30 Trojan War, like that whole time. And then so Pete going to Seattle was such a special thing. So I tried to relay that all to him and. And uh, he made some joke to us. We were like, you coming to the show? He's like, no, I'm going to go see the Taylor Swift movie tonight. And then uh, we didn't laugh. And he was like, I'm joking, guys. And we were like, oh, I know we all nervous. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's going to be wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, he yeah. could have done it. He, and then he made, he made some Tay-Tay reference later. And and uh, But I'm, I'm talking to uh, Rabel because he'd interviewed Pete. And Pete just comes by on a scooter. You know, he famously scooters around the Seahawks facility. Um, I mean, he's agile as, as all hell, but he he just scooters around to get from, he's just always moving and shaking. And so he comes by and he, he just goes, Adam, and he remembers my name and didn't give me a hard time right after I had told him that I, I knew his daughter from uh, from USC. And I tried to let him know that without, you know, coming off. I was like, I didn't know your daughter from college. <laughs> I know that happened, but I know, you know, so, and I think he, you know, took it at face value. And so he scoots by. And he grabs my phone and he goes, Adam, what are you still doing here? What are you still doing here? And I was like, you remember my name? And then he, I was talking to Steve Rabel. So I was like, I'm actually talking to Steve Rabel, which made me look uh, cool in front of Pete. And he goes, Steve, leave him alone. I'm talking to my new best friend. And then, uh, and then he hands me the phone back and scoots away. And I go, 
I go, uh, Pete, Steve has you as his desktop screensaver. And he goes, he should. See ya. <laughs> and skates away, like, waving backwards. I mean, I, you know, the guy just does it all. I, I love Pete. And um, years ago, what year was it? It was maybe right before he, what year did he leave? go up there uh, like oh nine yeah okay so his last year at sc i was at 710 espn here in la and yeah. i did every tuesday we did the show our our, our 710 midday show from heritage hall and cool. i did the pete carroll show like the coaches show oh, that we yeah. would tape that hour there and then it would air on the pregame show on saturday and that was not the easiest year for them if you recall yeah but he was genuine he he wore the losses like I mean you could tell it it, it wore him down sure. but he never said you can't ask this you can't ask that uh -uh. he couldn't have been cooler um, and still to this day he is that same guy and yes he has the scooter and yes he moves real slowly but when he's out on that field man yeah. and the cameras are on yeah. he is gonna. I mean, he picks up the speed, he's throwing <laughs> passes, he's got the energy. I mean, he's never going to let you see him slow down. Yeah. Ever. I don't, I don't even know if he sleeps. He might sleep standing up. <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe wouldn't surprise he? me. Yeah. Also, don't you just get to a certain age to where you just don't need, like my stepdad is 81 and he, he'll take like, he'll get four hours sometimes and have like P-type energy or he'll do the like seven minute power naps and um that's yeah. a thing seven minute power naps. yeah yeah he calls it seven minutes in heaven and i'm like that's not what that is but uh he my stepdad i can't wait to go home for thanksgiving he pitches me movies all the time and he's just like all right so i got an idea uh first of all he gave me great marriage advice he was like i got two very important words for you yes dear <laughs> and then my real dad was like i got some advice for you marriage is like a shoe you try it on if it doesn't fit you grab another shoe i was like well you did leave mom to start a new family when i was eight so that checks out and then my step uncle my step-uncle hit me up, which having a step-uncle is kind of weird. It's like, have, it, like he, his connection was like, my sister, you know, stuck with your dad. And like, what up, man? And, like, All right. and, uh, and so, but he hit me up on Facebook, was like, uh, hey, if you ever find yourself in Scottsdale, I know a massage parlor that takes Bitcoin. And I was like, this is why we don't talk a lot, Uncle Rod. Because you say stuff like that electronically, and it makes me want to delete my account. Um, but I digress. My stepdad, George, the last movie when I was home uh, uh, over the summer in Seattle, he was like, uh, he was like, all right, so Sandra Bullock, she's on the Space Needle. And there's, but the Space Needle is going to blow up. But, but, so Denzel Washington, he's just there as a visitor, right? He's there with his family, she's in the Space Needle. And so then all of a sudden, you know, you know, aliens come out of nowhere, right? Because everyone likes aliens. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think anyone hates aliens, but they're not, I don't think they're looking for them. And especially in a, in a, Sandra Bullock movie, and he was like, but it's a funny, it's a, it's an alien comedy, because Sandra Bullock's in it. I'm like, well, she's not known for alien comedies. He's like, well, no, but now she will be. And I'm like, I think it's time for one of those seven-minute naps, George, because this movie <laughs> is going nowhere. But that's what happens. I'm sure you guys get that all the time with people wanting to either pitch you sports opinions or ask you about certain money lines or like what's the what's the equivalent I guess for a, a, a comic actor that's getting pitched a joke right here? I mean everybody the one I always get is like you're walking through the airport is and then somebody stops you it's like hey man who's gonna win the Super Bowl nice like, <laughs> if, if I knew that I, I, yeah. wish, I, knew, I wish I knew that if, if I knew that I probably I know you know wouldn't be in group four boarding this plane <laughs> yeah. right now whoa group four yeah do you ever get Southwest Sea Group the oh, yeah. Narnia.com. Oh, yeah. That is Southwest Sea Group, it's truly, some of these people have not even been on a plane before. They're foaming at the mouth. <laughs> they're like, some of them come up to you, they're like, I'm C-177, are, are you, and you're like, I'm C-174, and they're like, well, I think, 
I'm actually supposed to be in front of you. And you're like, we're both hanging off the wing, dude. I don't know what you're trying to pull off right now. C group to me is like, I don't know. They're all wearing shin guards. They've got like mayonnaise on their sweatpants. And like, I heard one guy say, say once in C group, he's like, I hope they got potato salad up there. I was like, have you even been, have you flown Southwest? We're maybe going to have to share peanuts. Spirit Airlines though is the worst. If you're, if you work at Spirit, uh, I, I feel bad for you. They, the seatbelts, it's just two of the same side. So they just scissor each other. Uh, the flight attendants are blind. There's pee already in the toilet. The pilots high five when they land the plane. It's like, act like you've been there before, fellas. Um, anyway, but the Seahawks, I think, have a good shot to go to the Super Bowl. I would have said this to to two weeks ago. But they wouldn't fly on, on, on Spirit to get there. No way. No. no. If you do fly on Spirit to the Super Bowl, it, that's um, – well, I don't think any – what would a team do, I guess, if they found out they were flying Spirit, like their plane broke down? And they, they just wouldn't. Forfeit the game. They just yeah. wouldn't make it there. Now, let me ask you this. Do the Seahawks have a legit chance to go deep in the playoffs? And I Absolutely. Guess, yeah. If Geno stops turning the ball over. Man. Okay, follow-up question for all you guys. Yes. How and I'm sure you've talked about this. At what point do you consider Drew Lock, or because you're not going out to get anybody dun, else? Dun, dun. Didn't you say this earlier? I said Gino hot seat. It's yeah, heating up, it's heating up a little bit. It is, man. And I, I think Pete. I mean, dude, Pete is just so big on like not turning the ball over and yeah. sign Brett Rippin today. Did you see that? We did. Yeah, practice squad Brett Rippin. You're collecting former Bronco quarterbacks. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Russ I think might be. <laughs> Russ might be. There's no world where Russ comes back. We'll sign Rick Meyer before <laughs> Russell Wilson and drink five if you're playing the Rick Meyer drinking game. What's his name? Rick Meyer. It Rick is. Meyer. Yeah. yeah. Rick Meyer. Quarterback. Yeah. yeah. In the yeah, kingdom. Yeah. Number three. Traded Number to the three. Bears. Wasn't he like the second yeah. overall pick? Right. He was. He was the second over. He was the second overall pick. I think that's when we had Joey Galloway and Chris Warren. Ninety. Correct. Ninety three. All right, they're yelling at me. Uh, Adam's got dates coming up. You're not going anywhere. Okay, great. Um, Duluth, Minnesota, Appleton, Wisconsin, Rochester, Minnesota, Davenport, Iowa, starting November 16, 17, 18, and 19. The big Midwest tour. And coming up next, you had a chance to go through Rich's Insta Instagram. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, we went through Rich's Instagram. Uh, my buddy uh, Brockman over here uh, follows me on Instagram. I do this thing where I post pictures. I take pictures of people on the airplane, and I write funny captions about who they look like. And so we're going to do that with Rich's That Instagram. is coming up <laughs> yeah. next. It's not illegal. Don't worry. No. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Adam Ray's here, everybody. It's the Rich Eisen Show. Go Hawks. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
This guy over there, Brockman, with his Red Sox cap over there. Do you have the David Price sound that when he was bitching about David Price after the Yankees beat him up in, what was that, game two? Play it. Go for it for Bill Burke. I want him to quit. I want him to retire on the spot. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do I that. didn't go that That's hard. what I want. <laughs> he was terrible. Part of you... So furious at David Price. I'm so furious. But you were you were kind of feeling good though, like you're getting it off your chest, like you couldn't. It was have been, therapeutic. See what like, I'm saying? That's what. What's with? Is there something about? Name another York? sports fan that that sees that guy. I don't know. Just like I, I'm, I, maybe I'm just a much more sunny disposition type guy. Were you screaming oh, at Harbaugh? This is about him. <laughs> this is about how great he is. Oh, I, now I see where this is going. I was confused. No. You know, Rich. I, I, no. I okay. You spoon fed it to me. I want to tell you something, Rich. On yeah, all the sports shows I go on, I think yeah. you are the the nicest, most <laughs> even keeled, pleasant, respectful to other fan base. No, I just think it goes back to like the tea party you know it goes all the way back to like you, you, like you don't feel represented you feel like you're taxed you feel like it's a taxed you feel sports it? Do you fan feel the jealousy oh, don't, don't you love that you, feel you haven't been represented in the sports it's universe it's always no. great it's, like it's always great when I, when I have another teammate come into studio because I'm teamed up against two on one with the New York don't you hate anytime like there's a big Boston uh, game what they show they always show like lighthouses lobster fishermen and paul revere like oh yeah that's massachusetts i didn't see i never saw any of that you know who goes to a tourist attraction in your own city exactly you only do it when relatives come to town oh, like, do you want to go, go to the this? uss constitution oh do you here's where cheers is stand in line down there well, have a great time i'm gonna go to a dive bar where do you want to go next? You want to go to Cheers? Yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, it doesn't look like that when you go inside. So just take a picture outside. Back on the Rich Eisen Show. Andrew Siciliano sitting in for Rich with Adam Ray sitting in the chair. And we just had Bill Burr, Bill Burr playing yes. us in here on the Roku channel as well. You and Bill have this thing. Oh, yeah. And about, so was my favorite comic. He he's unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's a lot of people's favorite. He he's unbelievable, and you have an unbelievable Doctor Phil. <laughs> have and you seen so, any of it? I, I, have. Oh, cool. I was okay. watching last night, and so it's Bill interviewing you as Doctor Phil, right? Flip it around. Flip it around. Yeah. So so I started doing during the pandemic. You know, I was trying to just find ways to create content and stay active, really, and just not go crazy, which was inevitable. And so a friend of mine who I'd met on the um, one season Mad TV reboot on the CW. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and so uh, Jen Aspinall, this amazing makeup artist who was on SNL, uh, the original Mad TV Westworld winning time. She's you know, she won a, an Emmy for doing my uh, Pam and Tommy Jay Leno makeup. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a gangster. And so she did me up as Dr. Phil and I started doing all these um, you know, just fun podcasts. And so it got to a point where I was like, I should do a live show because it's really fun, just character and, and heightened impression. And so uh, I was doing a monthly show at the store and I hit a burn. I was like, I want to do something different and not just do another stand-up show. I think I might want to do this live Dr. Phil show and maybe you come on and, and be the guest. And he couldn't have been more pumped. I mean, he sent me like nine voice notes being like, dude, I, you, and you just got to really come at me for my rage. You got to be like, this next guy hates everybody and he just wanted me to go he wanted me to go harder in the paint on him during the show but it ended up just being this really fun you know live almost you know podcasty type thing and it was just like he went on this long rant at one point there's a great clip of uh, this on my instagram where he's ranting about the catholic church and nazis and all this stuff and then there's just it's about a 
about an almost two-minute rant, and then I just take a beat, and I just go, you going to go see the new Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that got a big pop, and that, that really broke him. And so it's just real silly and and uh, and just, you know, tangent-filled. But I did another one with Adam Devine and, and uh, Andres Holm, and then we have one on November 21st uh, with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, and then, um, and then who knows, maybe we'll get Andrew Siciliano on one. Dude, um, let's go. But uh, you, you lean into it, man. Like I was watching on, on YouTube this morning. There's one we had was it like the the Aussie guy in the, in the crowd. Oh, and yeah. the, right? <laughs> and what's like, why are you here? Because like Australia's burning down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was that was an old clip. Yeah. Of when I think the uh, wildfires were happening. Exactly. Yeah, and so he brought that up immediately, and I was like, oh, thanks for bringing the energy down. Can anybody else top this bummer-filled fellow in the front row? Phil, Dr. Phil is so, I mean, he just launched it. He's going to do his own, like, network, and which is smart. Is I he? mean, he's so, oh, yeah. He, but he gave, but this whole video is like, my wife Robin and I, you know, people can't get enough of, of what I'm trying to put out there and what I'm trying to put in you, okay? Don't be weird about it, okay? I'm not Gatorade. I'm not inside of you yet, but I'm trying to be because thoughts turn into dreams and dreams turn into reality. And as my friend Andrew, Andy, don't call him that, his mama will dropkick you right in the uh, in the <laughs> nether regions. And you know what I'm talking about. In between the legs, it rhymes with nutsack. And what I'm telling you right now is that if you think big, you're going to be big, okay? And yeah, we all deal with weight issues, okay? Sometimes I'll lay in bed, I'll put a brown sugar pop Start under my pillow, okay, for the tooth fairy, because she's got diabetes. We'll be right back. Um, so he's launching his own network because you know people can't get enough of that. AdamRayComedy.com okay. for my tour dates. I got a special live from Portland on my YouTube. Uh, my next special will be coming out very soon. The Dr. Phil Live shows on YouTube. Uh, I guess sub subscribe to the YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok, tour dates about last night, my podcast, which Andrew's been on, and um, and, and, and go Hawks. Been on. And go Hawks. Russ is gone, so someone's got to say it. Go Hogs, Gino, we're still with you, baby. But don't screw it up this weekend because I got 30 bucks on the game. <laughs>